And we are, is this Humboldt Park? Um, Humboldt-ish? Yes. I think it's. Let's say it is. I think it's Garfield, East Garfield Park. I don't we know. We're just outside of Humboldt. We're, we're pretty much Humboldt. We're in MacArthur Park. <laughs> and uh, I'm here with Moon. And this podcast, Car Cone Carne, the world's only food podcast recorded in a car, is lovingly rendered, sponsored, uh, shared and enjoyed by Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile is really the driver of everything I do. My, I live my life on my phone, as we all do, as my guest Moon, I'm sure does. Um, everything I do is on my phone, and I'd be lost without my phone, which runs on the super fast, almost uncomfortably fast Boost Mobile network. All right, Moon, you're already eating, guys. You couldn't wait for me. If this so, were a dinner table, you'd be scolded. Yeah, we're being rude as hell. We are definitely being rude. It's car con carne. Okay, so I'm here with Moon, David, Chen, and Chris, a, a power trio, if you will. Uh, and we are outside a Mexican restaurant whose name I cannot pronounce. Chen? I, I think it's uh, Taco El Jalisciense, but the true Chicago pronunciation would be Jolly Science. <laughs> that would be. And you'd have to really stretch out that, oh, Jolly Science. Right, Jolly Science. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, the food actually smells amazing. Uh, bad news, though, when we walked in, sold out of tongue. <laughs> there will be no tongue tonight, which is good because there's a lot of onion on these tacos. <laughs> uh, all right, so Moon, as we eat these tacos, uh, which, by the way, you guys recommended the ribeye taco. Yeah. yeah. It's the best you, you are clearly no strangers. Do you rehearse around here? Very close. Are you at Superior? Uh, no, we're at a uh, place on uh, like Grand and Home. And, yeah, you and are right. David and I have ended up here a couple of times either before or after practice, and I saw him inhaling, inhaling these ribeye tacos one day. I said, i got to get one. And I'm, I've been sold ever since. These are, uh, apologies to the, the friend in the backseat of Hawaiian descent, these are molten lava. These are so hot. Yep. I, I, how can you eat these? They're hot as hell, man. Yes. <clears throat> but they're so good, you just yeah. want to keep eating them. But and I'm hungry, so that... It's like hot pizza. You can't you just get, give it 10 <laughs> minutes. But. David, how did you make all gone? You know, I used, to, I used to be in the restaurant business, and you have like five minutes to eat your whole meal. You have, it's like a doctor's nap for doctors. Yeah, and then you have to like... And, I, I mean, I've just my whole life been used to scarfing down meals super fast. I think I'm a fast eater until I get around David. <laughs> yeah, no, I can. And I'm like, where did that food just go? Especially <laughs> tacos. Oh, my God. I live on this shit. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah. It's a podcast. Okay, cool. All right, so Moon uh, has been around 10 years-ish. Mm-hmm. You want to take me back to the beginning? The, the rise of Moon, um, so to speak. Well, I think uh, David and I were simultaneously both casting around for bands and wound up kind of getting connected through um, Craigslist and people that we'd both played with or talked to. And uh, I'd also rehearsed with this great bass player, um, Pat, who was a very melodic kind of lead bass player and brought him back into it once we'd settled on something. At the, at the outset, we had a second guitar player, um, but he got busy with life and work and you know how that goes well, it's kind of the, the beginnings of it well, I'm glad you are a trio at this point in fact I think from now on I'll only book trios because they fit better in the car yeah 
Yeah, I'm not sure how you would fit anything bigger than a trio in the car. Yeah, I would need like a, a, a Mazda CX-9 what? as opposed to the Mazda 3 to accommodate a larger van. What? Like if I were to have Muka Paza in the car, I'd be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally want to see that. And they would probably do it. Uh-huh. They'd have to surround the car. You'd have like tuba <laughs> horns and saxophones and trombones mm -hmm. just out every every window and the, and the sunroof. It'd be kind of glorious. Here, I've got a garbage bag. Oh, yeah. Cool. That was delicious. My gosh. All right, so the new-ish the new -ish moon release is Extinction. Mm -hmm. uh, conceptually, are we talking about Extinction? Are we talking about the end of all things, or is it just a, a fun title? Where Where is that coming from? Um, I think it's kind of a combination of both. I think it's... It was... Uh, for me, it's kind of literal. <clears throat> I just... Um, just from watching the news? Well, I, I think that... I think that what we're doing to the earth and politics and um, our complete self-absorption and our lack of connection with mm -hmm. anything other than, you know, our Instagram or our whatever it is. And which, by the way, we'll be Facebook living in a couple of minutes. Yeah, which is great. I know. I slammed mediums that I, that I use the most. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I don't know. I, I know when I was writing that that was what was on my mind. Because mm -hmm. it kind of always is, mm -hmm. but I think I think things are very very frightening. I think I don't understand. You know, I just think it's scary. <laughs> I think it's very scary, and that there's it's not like, you know, it's it's like a credit card. You're gonna run it up, and you're you're responsible for the debt. It just doesn't get wiped clean. So we have to do something. So it's funny. I I think the world can be very scary, and I think it is very scary right now. Hmm. Sometimes when I look to those digital sources for affirmation or help, I realize, oh my God, we really are screwed. No, yeah, there are people who really, go. <laughs> they're not in the same frame of mind I am. And wow, that's really uncomfortable to read. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand why. <clears throat> I'm not trying to get all political and soapy here, but, you know, we have enough, you know, I don't think, you know, there's the, 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 the level of greed and the net level of needing more and more and more and more and more and more and more is, is we can, we can kind of spread it around, you know, there's no, I don't know. There's got to be a point where there's enough, where you don't have to go destroy the earth to get more natural gas or whatever. So, yeah, anyway. I think about sustainability a lot in all kinds of ways, and I feel like we, we obviously can see the iceberg out ahead of the boat, but everybody on the boat is arguing whether we should try to turn the boat or not. And so by the time the right. argument's over, we're going to hit that iceberg. Or they're arguing, that's not really an iceberg. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's not even an iceberg. Right. <laughs> truth is not truth. <laughs> truth is not truth. I have two napkins. Uh, we're going to raffle these off like the Hunger Games. <laughs> I've got some back here, too. We're good. Okay, good. I was going to say, you don't even need one anymore. I'm good, man. I'm, I'm solid. I, David's done. Shane, I'm a professional. Got I'm, Shane, you good? All right. I've already yeah. gone home and taken a shower. So i got to uh, say, so I got both the pastor and the ribeye. <clears throat> I ate the ribeye first. I'm into the pastor, which is usually my go-to and my way of judging a taqueria. But I'm telling you, here, the ribeye kicked its ass. It was dynamite. It's yeah, it awesome. was really dynamite. And that's the thing, guys. I wrestle with this every time I go to a taqueria. I don't know what makes a taqueria good or bad. I feel, it, it is by degrees. The same thing with a hot dog stand. You'll find out 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, usually, yeah, before bedtime, you have a, a fair inclination of how things are going. You'll know tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Or maybe sooner. Uh, let's talk about, from the album, There's Light Here. Mm. Wow, what a monster song that is. I, I love. Thank you. I, I love everything about that song. The the guitar has a mind of its own on that song, kind of working against the, the rest of what's going on. That song was very frustrating for me because they, 
uh, Chris and Shin wrote that song. If I if I'm right, I'm, I I am right. And I had to come in and figure out a guitar part. And what I came up with was really fast and complicated. I just couldn't wrap my brain around it, even though I had written it. And um, and I was really pissed off for the longest time about that song, as I couldn't play it. And then we figured it out. And it was all—it's a song like we start like most of our sets off with. So I'm like stressed about that. I'm like, oh my god, I've got to like, don't screw it up. Like, so. No, it's a powerful song. <coughs> and as I dig through Extinction, uh, it seems to me that Wishlist is—I guess for no other way to describe it—it's the pop song on the album. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I, I guess the opposite. I will say I love uh, just that wash of guitar in that song. Um, the opposite of Wishlist, then, if that is the pop song, uh, that would be Siberian. Yeah, I love that song. That song has like that's epic. Yeah, I mean truly epic. Yeah, we have a we we. I like a lot of parts and songs. We like a lot of parts and songs, mm-hmm. and we just find a way to put them together to where it makes sense. So, if you're looking for a three minute and thirty second band, we're not them. But you know, if you're looking for twice that, we got it. <laughs> I'll tell you, if you're looking for rock, yeah, you guys bring it. Thanks. I mean, it, you've got you know the obvious elements of, of prog and shoegaze, but. Mm-hmm. And it's core. You are a rock band. Yeah. Yeah. And I think those two songs that you mentioned are like the poles <clears throat> of what Moon does. Like that's the spectrum. It's between that kind of melodic, mm-hmm. heavy rock, maybe leaning toward a little bit of a pop edge at times, but then kind of a darker, spacious prog kind of thing going mm-hmm. on with Siberian. I just, I, <clears throat> how hardcore are you guys as far as like being prog fans goes? Not, not. Okay. I'm not at all. I don't. I don't even like. I'm a big fan of of Rush and Yes, <laughs> but uh, I know prog fans, and to them, like those bands are really minor, like light. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I like things that are. It's like gonna... saying you're a metal fan and then just quoting like Bon Jovi. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wait, they're not. Wait, metal? did I just align myself with Bon Jovi? I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, you know, I think like as long as the music has a a melody and a through line and the rock is at the forefront, then I'm okay with, I mean, I shouldn't say okay, then I'd really enjoy having some progressive elements to it. But if it goes off into some progressive direction where it's just a mental exercise and, you know, Wanker. counting time signatures and, and knowing Phrygian <laughs> modes of keys or whatever, right. like, that's not interesting to me. Yeah, that would be like, you know, like the, f- like, fish or something like that. Like, I just, like, look at my... Look at my skills. I'm just right. not good. I'm not that good. At, I can't play guitar like that, so I move. That's why I don't. Whatever. So the reason why I even asked, it, I had a prog rock score uh, a couple nights ago. I went to the Pearl Jam show at mm. Wrigley Field How on they? Monday night. Funny you should ask. I didn't actually see the show. I, I got there at 7:30. This is Monday night. As my friend and I were about to walk into the area where the seats were from the concourse, everyone from outside was coming in. It was like one of those apocalyptic movies where you walk out of the building and people are running in the opposite direction. You're like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, the, the field had been cleared out because of impending weather situations. Oh. Suddenly, I was inside Wrigley. And you know, Wrigley is not a spacious place. It, it's, it's bigger than it was, but it's not a comfortable place. Uh, mm-hmm. Disclosure, I'm a Sox fan. That all aside, yeah. suddenly that concourse was filled with everyone who was on the field and in the stands, mm-hmm. it was shoulder to shoulder, oh my God. absolutely yeah. immovable, miserable, like just people shuffling, trying to get around. There's you know starting yeah, to be some shoving and pushing. Yeah. There's zero air circulation. Humid, humid as hell. Uh, I should mention also, I'm claustrophobic and impatient. Mm-hmm. 
finally, my friend and I shuffle our way to one of the gate areas, hoping we can catch some air coming through the grates. I gave it an hour. I gave it an hour and a half, maybe, and then I just gave up. Yeah. Because at that point, it was monsooning. There was lightning and thunder in the sky. There was no inclination whether or not the show was still going to go on. I'm like, you know, even if it does go on, it's going to happen an hour from now. Yeah. And I've seen Pearl Jam five or six times before. I'm, I'm going to take the hit on this one. I'm going to go home. I will say, I saw them... Um... I saw them last time they were in town when they played Wrigley. And, when it uh, No, it was it was a it was a great night. And uh, I, you know, I I loved Ten when it came out. I remember that coming out, but that, I kind of lost them. I was never a big fan of theirs, but I love that record. And uh, that was the only show to this day that I've sat through. Even my favorite bands, I can never finish watching a show. I always leave early. But that show, I sat there for three hours. I didn't go get a beer. I just literally sat there. It was one of the most incredible That's shows. Cool. Eddie Vedder's a, that's a crazy good front man. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, ridiculously mm-hmm. amazing. I mean, no matter what you say about the band, like, he's, whole band, they're incredible. Uh, no doubt. So, <clears throat> I left Wrigley, and within a couple blocks, the rain had stopped. I'm like, okay, I just pissed away an, an entire night. I felt like I needed to reward myself. It's, it's a childish way of looking at life. Like, I need a treat for tonight. Um, so, I parked, I, I got a Spot Hero parking space all the way by Belmont and Broadway, right next to Reckless Records. I'm like, shit, it's 9.30 at night. I'm going to buy some records. Bought like $15 worth of 99-cent albums, <laughs> including the legendary uh, 70s prog band UK, the Night After Night Live album, which would fall flat on you. But I also bought things like uh, Talk Show by the Go-Go's and the Chicago album with Heart For Me To Say I'm Sorry. There was no one else in the store, and I said to the clerk, I come here before you close under the cover of night to buy the albums I don't want anyone to see me buy. <laughs> and, like, your, your wig falls off. And, yeah. So, James, are you much of a prog fan? I, I like I like the hits. I like, I like the Bon Jovis of prog rock. Now, listen, I love Rush. Um, I can give you some Yes songs yeah. here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, King Crimson, not so much. I, I can give you the Adrian Ballou stuff, those three albums, uh, Three of a Perfect Pair, Beat and Discipline. I like that stuff, but... The really wanky, gentle giant, seventy stuff. Not so much. Yeah, it's Kim, Kim, King Crimson is the edge where I kind of peter out. Yeah, some of it I love, and some of it I just kind of. No, I love Genesis. Hey, you know, little little trivia. Chris is fan number two in the Rush documentary, Beyond the Lighted Stage. Get out! I don't fan, know what are that you means. number? Are you one? Or are you number? I, two? I don't think they numbered us. Yeah, um, they did. But <laughs> they did. you're fan number two. Wait, what does I that am, mean? I am fan. I was, I was interviewed for the documentary. Were you really? Yeah. yeah it's a true story. He's been to like I need to rewatch that. shows. I mean, something like that. I need to rewatch that. Uh, do you have your souvenir baseball hat from when the uh, Rush show was rained out? I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I have mine, too, prominently displayed. The rain date. Uh-huh. All right, so back to Moon. Back to the, the band at hand, the band <clears> in my car. <throat> uh, you're going to be performing live in the car momentarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's up next? So, Extinction is out. You can find it anywhere you can stream music. Shows, anything we should know? We are, well, we're, we're working on shows. We don't have anything planned now. There may be something, which will be massive. We are coming up on our 10th anniversary, which is crazy to us. Good for you. But I'm looking at uh, a date to play a 10th anniversary show. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nothing's locked in yet. Just making some, uh, some overtures right now. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a concern over the past 10 years, maybe our band is really hard to Google? 
Yeah. <laughs> I used to be in a band called Fourth of July. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> that was really hard. Then we had to change our name to July 4th because there was a band in Kansas or something who, like, he was like, man, I've had this name since, well, you know, a long time. And then you're like, well, Interstate Commerce, you know, we sold a CD in Texas. I don't know. Or played a show somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't really considered when we came no, up with the name. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible. That's not it. Yeah, we could have named ourselves something different. We different love era. the name, but it, it has occasionally presented uh, Google ability issues. Well, the, it, we finally got separated from this uh, Electronica Moon Band in Germany. Germany? Is that where they're from? I don't know. Somewhere in Europe. Some European Electronica band that is also called Moon kept was in our was on our Spotify. So every time you'd search for us, it would show this band. People would ask us, oh, man, you guys are playing Frankfurt. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Frankfurt, well, Illinois. Yeah. Shen, <laughs> tell, tell, tell about when you joined the band and you were a little worried. <laughs> what, this guy's tour a lot. Didn't you, didn't you have some concern about the tour we had coming up <laughs> when you joined oh, yeah, the band? That's, that's right. It, was, it like wasn't right after I joined, but it, whoops. it was like I saw, like, I got in the band, and then it was like, uh, maybe like a year or two later or something, but someone's like, hey, you guys are going on tour in Europe or something. I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> and now I think about it, it might have been the same thing, but yeah, we like there was like someone found this tour for Moon that was like a bunch of European days. Yeah. And I was How thrilling. Like, you could stay at a hostel. Right? I mean, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was like, wow, really? Damn, this band like. Well, see, the three of us, like, Shen's the one who's actually like been in the like national touring band. And I don't think ever wanted to do it again. So I'm wondering, like, when you saw that, you must have been like flipping out, like, wait, what? Well, was it a European tour? Yeah, it was like a European. There's this weird. I'm like, the guys didn't mention anything, so I don't know if they were going to surprise me or like. And now that he's he's here in Chicago in this band, he's drawing a hard line at like Crest Hill. That's as right. far away from yes. the city as he's going. Naperville, West is, Chicago. Is, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to Madison. Yeah, Sugar not... Grove is. We, we've pushed right, his boundaries. Yeah. We've hit Muncie and. Uh, was it Peoria? Peoria? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really stretching Indianapolis. Yeah. Indianapolis. Muncie was cool, man. Muncie was cool. Muncie was cool. There's a great venue yeah. down there at Funcy. Muncie. They yeah. call it Funcy. Muncie Funcy. <laughs> call it Funcy. All right, yeah, so let's throw away our trash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's have you get geared up. Yeah. And uh, let's have you play a song in the car, which you know, we talked about the fact that you guys rock. Acoustic is not really... Your world? No. So this is going to be amazing. This it's is actually going to be, be the debut acoustic <laughs> performance of Moon. Is that true? Well, yes. We're, yes. We're really trying to... In 10 years, you haven't played acoustic ever? Nope. No, never. We're really trying to grab that Dave Matthews band audience. Finally. Like, you know, really trying yeah. to get in there with that. So. Whoa, Finally. you say? <laughs> All right, I'm going to hit pause. Okay. Now we're recording a podcast. We're on Facebook Live. That's Moon. Awesome. They are amazing. The latest album or release from Moon is Extinction. Uh, check it out. It's really... These guys just rock. There, uh, there's shoegaze. There's prog. There's there are some hints of melodic pop stuff going on there. It's it's a great bullion base uh, of music. <laughs> it's all in one. It is the band Moon. Band Moon. They've been around for about ten years. What was that? Well, same, same. Uh, you know our crazy fans are showing up and. Uh, oh yeah, she's right behind us now. Oh wow, is she singing? We're we're making friends. Hey. We're making hey. friends. Uh, this yeah. Facebook Live stream is sponsored by Boost Mobile. And I should mention, this podcast has never sounded better because I have my new Iowa Arc One headphones. Look at these. These are sick. Those are sweet. Yeah. These, these are serious. gorgeous. Are they like super isolating? Like they just like. They're super isolating. They're Bluetooth. 
that's cool. And Ooh. the sound is better than anything I've experienced. Mm. It's just it's deep, rich. I, I hear stuff in songs I, I haven't heard before. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love it. So Ooh, nice. uh, this is the Maiden Voyage for the Iowa Arc 1 headphones. Mm. Iowa. Iowa. And the debut acoustic performance of Moon. So we got a lot of firsts happening yes. here. So here's the thing. <laughs> Moon has been together yeah. for about a decade. They've never performed acoustic. And if you're going to crack that seal, if you're going to go all in, do it in a car. And we want to do it with Car Con Carne. Thank you. That's right. I'm right. <laughs> eating a bunch of tacos. Yeah, okay. So yeah, we, we, tell us the name of the place again. Jolly Science. Jolly Science. Holly Science. Tacos Holly At the uh, hairpin corner of Grand and Chicago. It is a hairpin corner. You're absolutely yeah, right. Uh, so before you guys started playing, we ate these tacos. And we talked about this in the podcast. The full interview will be up later tonight. That's how ambitious I am on carconcarney.com. Awesome. Uh, the ribeye tacos, which you recommended, were amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I say this over and over again. I said it to you guys tonight. I don't really know what makes a good taqueria. But I know when I, I know a good taco when I taste it. That was good. Yeah, that was good. That, that was yeah. damn good. I had a little bit of a scare. I paid with a credit card, and the guy was just hovering over my credit card for a long time. I'm like, "What's going on? This is sketchy. Should I have paid in cash?" My card was rejected. And I thought, "Oh my god, what have I done? Why did my card get rejected?" My, my credit card company, Chase, thought I was a victim of fraud mm. by coming here. <laughs> they assumed I was a victim of fraud. The tacos are says, so good, you would think they're illegal. <laughs> That's exactly right. What are you doing in East Garfield Park? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Moon is here. We are uh, outside the restaurant. We are full. They're going to rock on full tummies. Yeah. I don't sound like a parent when I say that, do I? You're going to rock on full tummies? Our tummies We're good. We're not going for a swim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good. good to know. Uh, I think this band is great. I hope you like watching. I hope you like listening. Uh, what song are you going to play? Wish List. Wish List. Now, on Extinction, this is we talked about this earlier. This is the pop song. This yeah. is not a pop band, let's be clear. Uh, but if you were to isolate, the, the song's like four minutes long. It's melodic, yeah. you can sing along to it. it, it it's was, actually in 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. It's in 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. So this is, if you like Ariana Grande, you're going to love Moon. <laughs> totally. And if you like to look at her, you're going to love this. Okay, there, there's an almost uncomfortable amount of handsome happening in the car right so now. So much happening. Yeah. handsome. All right, so these guys are going to play. I'm going to move the microphone toward your guitar. Yeah. Tilt this so that I out of the frame. <laughs> I shouldn't look where got our guitar position. <laughs> Alright, so ladies and gentlemen, live from a Mazda 3, it's Moon. Alright, ready? All right, Lock and roll. Let's do it. One, two. As we believe 
That was so good, guys. That's Moon. Nice. We, we cracked the acoustic seal with Moon in the car. I think you're all MVPs just by the nature of who you are. But let's hear it for percussion in the car. Yeah. That, that, was, yep. that was good. Suddenly I looked over my right shoulder and there was percussion hitting on the armrest. <laughs> that was really good. What do you Your armrest is made, it has a, a good like uh, low end and... Uh, snap to it at the same time thank maybe, you for noticing my low like end drum. <laughs> hey, so what are these those are called cool rods they're just like uh for cool people yep cool, cool drumsticks for cool people cool is this rods. bamboo what is this i don't know what that's what monkey paw. Is. It, yeah it looks like it's like bamboo or something yeah. just a bunch of little 
kind of skewer sticks almost held together with <clears throat> this is great tape. This. i'm sure the original version was just duct tape and wooden shish kebab skewers that's right uh so you guys sound amazing uh, th- that song is so good i, I want to say uh parker band the band parker just hey, parker in. band parker uh they said sounds great guys love the percussion Thanks. anna uh just responded with a bunch of emojis i see a car and musical notes that is an authentic representation of what just happened in emoji uh hang on uh mark says you guys sound great stephanie says sounds great and there we go and more to come uh so good again it's extinction yeah you are moon almost 10 years running you guys are phenomenal thank you for uh figuring out how to do that in the car thank you for recommending the uh, ribeye tacos thank you you're welcome delicious and thanks for doing this in a mazda 3 uh this (laughs) stream again sponsored by boost mobile mobile and uh, the whole podcast should be available tonight on carconcarne.com barring any unforeseen circumstance between now and then so cool Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. You guys rock. (laughs) Thanks, James. Thank you.